Let's start the podcast. It is the... Recharged Podcast. Yay. It is a pretty cool name, though. I like it. What do you guys think of it? We um, kind of thought about it all of a sudden, and it just kind of stuck. It's just kind of funny to say it, even. Foodie Charged. Foodie Charged Podcast. It's like broken English. <laughs> we need, like, a theme song, though. Foodie Charged. It needs to start out, like... This is the Furry Charge Podcast. I could, at over time, make an animation for it. <laughs> and we got to do like some cool instrument music with it. We need to get like wires to do music for us. You know what? What? That's a good idea. It is a good idea. We, we need a theme song. I can do the animation. We'll we see. Have a it name. could happen. Wires can do music for us. But uh, last week was a lot of Christmas stuff. Just to start it out yeah. and get into the season. But and to see how we felt with it, felt with doing it. So um, I we think We were definitely novice at it, but if we keep going with this, and I think we... Yeah, we can. just got to stay on topic for each one. <laughs> so um, we're going to try and do some, you know, sort of recently, but persisting topics in Paris. So we'll get to the first one here, and it's uh, 30 plus in the fandom. What are your thoughts on 30 plus? Well, being 30 plus, it's a lot of thoughts. I know kiddos on Twitter keep saying that 30 plus in the fandom don't belong, but that's dumb. Well, I mean, it seems like a lot of things on the internet are getting more and more where kids are kind of permeating it. Well, we all have to live in peace, right? But we also, like, okay, they want it to be younger kids in it. They don't want the older people in it no. because I guess older is kind of scary to them or something like that. They don't want to yeah. get old. Younger's, I was a kid once. Younger is scary <laughs> to us. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of them don't really think of who runs the big cons who run stuff in free. No, definitely not some 13 to 17 year old. A lot of the artists, the big artists, are getting older. Uh, I know, I'm 25. Their, I'm going to yeah. be considered too old for the fandom in a few, not uh, more than a few years, but still. I think a lot of them think that even over 18 is too old. Really? And that's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. It's all about being goofy in your own way, it's about being yourself. So anybody of any age can just be yourself. And if this is the way you can be yourself, then by all means, be yourself. Well, I mean, if I'm in the suit, it's only two years old now. So I'm really young. <laughs> but I, I just don't think they think of who runs the cons and stuff, who runs the websites, uh, the fan websites, basically. They're, they're all run by people so who are older. So those little kids really shouldn't be... They should really mind their own business. We're definitely not going to have, you know, the below 18s running any type of cons <laughs> anytime soon. That would be a disaster. Uh, it costs a lot of money. It costs. It uh, takes a lot of, um, you know, business sense to rent the hotels, rent out the space, get things set up. a lot of maturity too, doesn't it? And you have to think that a lot of the people that are like 30-something now, they may have been in the fandom when they were under 18. I was in it to begin with uh, and in like, If you're so. in it for so long, then why leave? 
Exactly, yeah. I mean, it's also a fandom that tells that everybody's welcome, so I really don't Everybody's welcome except those who break the law. <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about. there's some of them out there. But, yeah, I really do think that it needs to be uh, calm down on the whole 30-plus yes. fandom. Because that's who's running things. That's who's getting business done. And most of the artists even are probably in their 20s. Yeah, we have a local furry. He's like in his 50s and he has a suit partial. He goes to events. He's fully welcome to do all the stuff that he does. If he's happy doing it, then so well, what? Well, I know several people that are in their 40s, in 50s, yeah. even in 60s. They don't mean any harm if they're not causing harm. Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I get it that when I was young, I didn't want to really hang out with old people. Then don't hang out with old people. Yeah, I mean, you can still go to cons, um, not have to hang out with anyone if old there. you don't like old people being in the fandom, and by definition 30+, plus, don't hang out with 30-plus people if you don't like it. Of course, if they're under 18, they should have their old parents there with them. So. Oh my goodness, that's a topic for another. Yep, that is, indeed. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame to see. It's kind of hard to see uh, people like... being mean and... Wanting people out of the fandom for that. It's not like 30 plus is actually going to leave and they're... No, I started when I was about 13, 14 years old. That was 1997. And that's when I first started in it. I was um, 23 when I joined the fandom. So what? You were a bit old, probably on average. So what? Yeah, but... You join whenever you want to. If you uh, feel you're a part of it, you're going to be a part of it. If you don't want to talk to somebody, just don't talk to someone. Yes. Uh, it really is um, it's quite a topic you see it come up every once in a while and I don't understand why and yeah I guess it's just uh, I like to call it probably a generational gap it's ageism it's going to happen <laughs> in everything in all things and uh, just, a lot of different people are on the internet just if you're under 18 and you're complaining about those who are older than you yeah please stop it really does need to stop. Nobody's going to listen to you. And a lot of people that are 30 plus in the fandom, they're trying to stay young at heart, too. Yeah. And um, I think there's room for everybody in it. We're just... We get so caught up in, like, bills and adult boring stuff and jobs <laughs> that we need an escape. So we turn to our inner kid and... Yeah, basically. Yeah. So... Yeah, it I mean, could be a way for us to be alive, and when otherwise we wouldn't even really be alive. You'll be you'll be up there in thirties here soon. And I'm gonna be going strong. You're gonna be a gray muzzle. I'm gonna still be going strong. And I'll be hitting forty. Young so at heart, huh? I, I don't know how that's gonna work. Young, <laughs> Young at heart. I know, I know. Young uh, at heart. But yeah, as a 30-plus-year-old, this was kind of something that made me think about. Yeah, and I think it's just dumb, so it's... And I keep seeing it going around and around with the same old argument, so... Yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about it. I think there's room for everyone. Yeah. As so. long as you are a decent person who is pretty law-abiding. So that's about all you have to say about it, too. Yeah, I mean, room it's for everyone, right? It's just a dumb idea. 
All right, so uh, moving on from that one. Um, next topic. So next topic is something that is very much happening pretty much right now. There was a tweet about it. Yeah, I saw our... something about this and we hold have on, our... Hold on, yeah. We'll say it. We have our own <laughs> input about it as yeah. somebody who is trying to get our foot in the door with business and art commissions and trying well, to just... I think this one will especially be something you'll like to talk about. It definitely yes. is your side, even in our business. Yes. But, it, you know, everything we do is kind of together. Everything is our business. So mm. let me go ahead and say it. It's um, furry art looking in from the outside, and is it enough to live on? For the big-name artists, probably. For small-time artists or those who are just beginning like with us this past year but the tweet was somebody saw how much people were making in for an outsider in outsider uh, somebody that does art for whatever else probably different fandoms so they see that they look in they see that furry art makes a lot of money or what they had thought for the popular well-known well-liked artist with a set style that everybody likes very likely to definitely. They're bringing in at least enough to live on. They, For us, no, definitely not. Well, we're definitely on the small end. Um, Even if it never takes off, it's still fun to do and have commissions open. It's something fun for us to like look forward to and see if it expands to the point where we can be like up there too, but... If it does, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. We but still love what we're doing, so it really doesn't matter if we are making it But enough. it's strange to see somebody not in the fandom look in and say, holy crap, there's a lot of money to be made here. And even if they're a good artist on the outside of the fandom, there's no telling that if they got into furry that they'd have a style people would want. No. That anybody would notice Nobody's, them for that style and they would make that kind of money. Nobody's going to know them, so they're not going to like really start off strong. It's still going to take building, yes. uh, proving yourself, um, all kinds of everything that needs to be done. Lots of wondering if this will even be worth it in the end. But it's also very unfair to say, oh yeah, everybody that's doing it is making tons of money. We're proof that that's not the case. There's definitely, probably, I hate to say it, 1% of people that are in furry and they're making that kind of money to live off of it month to month, and that's their job. You're talking like the big end stuff, like now and later or something like that. Don't hug cacti made for you big time well, artists and makers. They're more so like the fursuit. Well, art is art. It just different mediums. Well, true, but they're looking in on it from doing the drawings and the art side of it. It's competitive. It's hard to do. It is very competitive, and somebody that's even proven themselves outside of the fandom may not just jump into it and simply for make the fact that nobody knows them. And I hate to say that a lot of them that are making a lot of money, they are on the adult side of it. If you're in for it for just the, you know, the joy of the fandom, drawing what you want to draw with um, cute animal people and stuff like that, uh, you know, they, I hate to say it's sex sells. 
That's it. I may I need mean, to try to go into that side for the 18 plus. No, I'd rather not. <laughs> but maybe for close friends who we know are 18 plus. Maybe. I don't know about that. That's a different route. <laughs> but the they next, should definitely look into that too, as in the people that are making the money with it. Because I guarantee most of the small artists that are doing clean, just trying to get by, are not making the big bucks. And it's unfair to look at furry in general like that. Yeah. 18 plus is another topic, though. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. But uh, any other thoughts on it? I mean, we've been working very hard for what we do ourselves. And if you're an outsider, or even if you're in the fandom, and you're looking to, like, make this your main source of income, don't do it. Yeah, you should definitely have your day jobs. It's a high risk, and it really does take years to build up. Takes years to build up. Um, Luck. And you eventually, if you do hit that lottery, you uh, you you got to have it a full-time thing because it takes a lot of time. Yeah. A lot <laughs> of effort. I'm sure people even outside of the fandom realize that too. It's a lot of effort. I know you kind of stress with it once in a while, but you enjoy what you've done so far and starting, you'll probably continue it. Starting each commission, like mentally getting myself ready to yeah, start new ones is stressful. Once I start getting into each commission, it starts getting fun. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking to make this your day job, don't do it. Yeah. Unless you're willing to go into debt and bankrupt and lose your house and... I mean, have it as a side thing and see what you do with it. Because you're not going to be making money off of it at first. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was kind of a weird tweet myself that they just assume that a lot of money is to be made there. And there is. For some, for others, Yeah. no. But don't look at it as everybody in it. And it's just tons of money floating down from the sky for you. But yeah, I figured you had a lot to say with it. And uh, you got anything else with it? Uh, I've said all I need to say. You think so? Don't make it your career until you're able to make it your career. And don't um, fret over it until have fun with it. Because there is a lot of enjoyment and uh, satisfaction Mm -hmm. with doing it. A lot of people have been really happy with what you do. And it'll be fun. If we do make it, then it'd be fun to like see the progress we've done and see where we go with our quiet beginnings. Yeah, it'll be, it's been a lot of fun so far, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's about all I have to say. How about you? Next topic. Yes, moving <laughs> on again. So again, this one is... Um, Some discourse between two sides, which really there shouldn't be. Yeah, this one kind of stems back to many years ago um, through furry in general. This topic pertains to me right now. Yes. <laughs> this topic is fursuit poodling. It Why like are, are people arguing over this? This one kind of goes back to the very beginnings of furry or just kind of any fandoms that you're dressing up, cosplaying in general. They don't want anyone to break the magic. Um, maybe if you're around kids and you're, like, don't want to, like, scare them. <laughs> like, making it obvious there's a human underneath, but... Well, a lot of cons think of it as breaking the magic. They think that you want to be in costume as long as you were out in costume. That's why they have headless lounges. You're supposed to go in there and relax in there and take it off in there. 
at the same time, what about health? What about the reason you're fursuiting? Mm. If you're fursuiting just to be your character, then partialing is fine, like showing skin. If you're fursuiting to, I don't know, perform for others, mm. then maybe you might want to stick it out and be strong if you can handle it. This There's some people with medical conditions right. that you can't, you have to show skin or else mm. you'll like face serious medical issues. They, they can eat overheat real easy. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people can. Would you rather be caught being stuck, like showing skin and keep your fursuit in one piece? Or do you want to continue not showing skin and risk having the paramedics cut your fursuit that you spent four plus thousand dollars on well, I just mean, to save your life? It could really stand back to just um, generally people role playing with it. And it breaks everybody's mood, their characters out of there, their thought, of, thought process of the role playing is out of it. It could go oh. back to like Disney. I know Disney would probably not allow anybody to take anything off. It goes until they're out of sight. It goes back to health status and what does fursuiting mean to you? It's also the headless lounges are supposed to be where you're not going to get pictures either. So that one is like if you're poodling or having part of it off that you didn't want people to get pictures of, that would be where you go into the headless lounge. But the topic is really more so should people be poodling in it? I mean, if that's all they can afford. Yeah, if they want to poodle, if... And they don't want to cover their whole bodies with uh, clothes. They want their arms showing. If they um, can't handle the heat. Well, they say... A lot of people just say that it looks kind of like a bobblehead if you're using something other than a, a suit with it. It's better than nothing. Well, yeah. A lot of people can't afford it. Maybe they're buying it one piece at a time they're like oh i bought the head i can't afford everything else yet well that's that's their uh priority they they know what they're going to do with their finances and, and they'll get what they need to get and if it's it in that out. sense that's kind of elitism with like money um it could be a lot of that it yeah. could be a lot of i got better than you uh and you're not as rich as me you no. not as important as me because you that's don't have not a what the phantom should be about it should be about like just creating something that is you. It's supposed to be very supportive in everything. Yeah. But you definitely have the people out there that are trying to start trouble with it. Uh, no, 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 no. But really, honestly, I don't see any problem with poodling. Um, I myself enjoy, if I am in a partial of covering my whole self, I'm fine with it. Uh, but I don't expect anyone else to do it. This one... I don't have arm sleeves, I don't have the feet paws, I just have paws, head, tail. So, yeah, you'll see me poodling in this one, but so what? I mean, at the same time, you could have a sweater on and you could not show any of your arms. But I do that sometimes, but this time I got lazy. Sometimes... Or to prove a point for the podcast. <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs> I just got lazy. I didn't feel like you can't talk. wearing a sweater. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's just how they're comfortable. It is having a lot of clothing on you, and honestly, people cool down by sweating. So It's getting mm -hmm. into your character, yeah. basically. 
it, it's tough even when you're in a full suit and you have a giant carpet on you the whole time. I am actually kind of envious when people just go around and look good in a partial, in poodling. They're probably more comfortable than I am in six hours having that full suit on the whole time. Visually, full suits are nicer. Oh, Comfortability, yeah. partials are nicer. It really depends on what whether you care about looks versus comfortability. But all in all, it's somebody making a big deal out of what somebody else does, what they feel is right for them, what they feel is comfortable, no. and they really don't have any right to say anything about it. Just do what feels good to you. Forget about everybody else. Yeah, I mean, enjoy you. It's what the fandom's supposed to be for. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, that's about all I have to say about it. What do you, what do you think? Same. We need to have it disappear off the uh, furry spectrum, though. What? People worrying about what others do so much. That's not what the fandom's about, guys. <laughs> and poodling's just the very tip of the iceberg of more complaints about everything everyone else does. Just do what feels right to you. It's the way life is, I guess. So, And it permeates even into furry. <sighs> Human nature, I guess? Probably. To complain about everything and to worry about what everyone else yeah, does. Yeah, I see that even outside <laughs> of the fandom, so... Yep. Ignore the haters. Everything in the world is going to be elitism and people trying to tell you what to do. Ignore the haters and be yourself. Yep. Do what you want to do. As long as it's within reason. Especially in furry. We're supposed to all be here to... Have fun. Have fun and be ourselves and... Ign not ignore, but escape the world and just make other people happy. Yep. Put have smiles on people's faces and that includes yourself. But I think we did pretty well on it, so... Yeah. Yeah. All we have to say about poodling. Poodles yeah. are cute. Poodles are cute. <laughs> what about a... Uh, what are the other types of poodles? Huh? The breeds, like where people crossbreed them. Uh, I don't know. I know the main breeds, according to AKA. Mm-hmm. Most of them Labradoodle? Labradoodle. Um, you gonna make a Labradoodle sooner? No, I was thinking of doing like a Vizsla because I saw that calendar. Of then it. you can do a poodling of a Labradoodle. I think it's time <laughs> to end the podcast. I think it is. <laughs> I think we said everything we had to say. Yes. Ready to go? We done? Okay. Yay. Yes. Yay. <laughs>